you are listening to the Gourmet Pens Club podcast. This is a collective of creators and callings that bring us together. Here are your hosts, Aziza and Candice. Hello, and welcome to episode 20 of this distinguished podcast. <laughs> okay, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I am one of your hosts, Aziza, aka Gourmet Pens, and let's welcome my lovely co-host. Hi, I am the co-host, Candice, Inks and Anchors from Instagram. We're ready for this fun episode, so let's hang <laughs> You didn't even talk, and I didn't even look at you. I panicked. I totally panicked. Okay. I was like, oh my God, pressure. Okay, well, we'll just leave so that in. We'll just hang out. Right. Okay. Listen, right. this is what it's like. This is what it's like. So that's right. People when we're just have together, to it's chaos. It's chaos and disjointed and insanity. Um, okay, Candace, I know you have new acquisitions. It seems like- And I like- just want to laugh about it while you tell us. <laughs> Why? Why? There's nothing to laugh about, is there? Well, I think last episode you had five new pens. Oh, that. Yes. Well, I mean, of course, <laughs> some of them have gone. Like some of your pens have been sold. One in, one out. I'm still under the number by one. it's still very funny. Yeah. Well, and of Uh, course we have these arbitrary rules, aka loopholes. Yes. (laughs) Where if it's under 100 US, it doesn't count in the number because that's always been a rule. So it's not like we made up this rule for this. I have listened to the pen addict and I think he has the same rule. So it must be a real rule. Yeah. It's like a pen world standard. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, it's unwritten, but maybe someone should write it. That's right. So anyway, uh, yes, I do have new acquisitions. In fact, I have six. However, Mm -hmm. five are of the same kind and they are Jinhao 82s. And the reason why they don't count is I literally paid $5 Canadian for each pen. Just not even real money. Including shipping. So I mean... That doesn't count. It, it barely counts, sorry. Right? That, that counts so little that it almost counts against how many the, pens the count, you I know, right? And <laughs> I like that. Is that a loophole too? I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to figure it's that out. It's an unwritten rule. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's even cheaper than a preppy, right? Because I think preppy in Canadian dollars is $8. So really. Which, they're very good pens, but still $5 is hard to beat. I'm telling you, these pens, I was so surprised. I have been seeing these Jinhao 82s. And so those of you who don't know what the Jinhao 82s look like, we will, of course, post links in our show notes, but mm-hmm. they look pretty much exactly like a Sailor Pro Gear, which is oh. the flat top sailors. Mm-hmm. And in terms of size, I would say they are the same size as the so-called standard, which has the 14 karat gold nibs right, that's and the, sailor. So it's a smaller or a slim. Slim, right. Right. Slim and standard. I think they're the same. Oh. I can't remember. Oh, yes. Yeah, because the yeah. 1911S is standard. And yes. And then there's the slim. large. Yeah, yeah, and the larger, the... Anyway, whatever. It's yeah. very confusing. So these are the smaller sizes, which I actually... I had to figure out a way to curate my collection of sailors at some point. And I decided somewhat arbitrarily, but you know, it made sense at the time that I was just going to sell all my smaller sailor pens Mm -hmm. because while they are still comfortable enough, they weren't as comfortable as the bigger pro gear, the bigger regular size. Right. And I really enjoyed the bigger regular size and I like, they have 21 karat gold nibs. And so I decided to get rid of the smaller pens, which in hindsight, I mean, in a way it was good because 
I find that a lot of limited editions come out and they yes. are the smaller size and I would be completely bankrupt because so I would want them all. kind of safe. It keeps me kind of safe. It is. It keeps me in, in line. And so I, I know right away, okay, 14 karat, not going to buy it. And right. there have been circumstances where it's been very close. Yes. And I would say rule be damned, this is an exception, but yeah. I have so far stuck to it. So that was another reason for me to think about these Jin Hows. When I saw them online and on Instagram, people posting, I thought, huh, no, not really interested. It's a steel nib. To be clear, it's not a gold nib. It's a steel nib. And I thought, I don't really need them. But then I saw more and more colors come out. And in fact, the colors that I wish Sailor yeah. would release in North America, maybe they've released it's it elsewhere. perfect pink. Oh, the perfect pink with a silver trim. That is like, I always said that I don't need any more Sailors, but if they come up with a perfect pink, I would get yeah, it. That's fair. And yeah, anyway, I when somebody had said to me that they were like 3 or $4 US, I thought, wait, what? <laughs> because- yeah. When I looked on Etsy and uh, eBay, they were a little bit more, not like we're at eight or nine or 10, right? So still not going to break the bank, but I still question, do I really want them? So at $3 US, I thought, hmm, Mm -hmm. maybe it's worth a little. I was curious to see how well made they were and how they wrote. And of course, I bought five because once you start looking at the colors, it's very hard to limit yourself. Also for $25 for five. It's including like shipping. One, it's like one pen. I know, really. right? So, Not okay. even the cost of one pen. Yeah. And then, of course, I found out that you can actually swap the parts. So you can pull off the finial and the end of the cap and the little thing at the end of the pen and the bodies and the sections and swap <gasps> them all around. And so I did. I did with, so I bought a teal colored and a gold colored, both with gold trim. I don't normally like gold trims, but the gold trim looks fantastic with these colors. Mm-hmm. And then I bought three others with silver trim and they're more of a pastel blue, pink, and yellow. Yes. And I did swap around pieces on the gold and the teal colors. I did post a picture on Instagram and we'll link it in the notes, but it's it's very fun just even to do that. And I so always now, wish Sailor would allow that. I know. Like, so now we could do that. Exactly. Now I'm thinking I might need more colors to kind of swap around a few more because I ended up purposely not getting a teal or an aqua because I have Sailors in those colors. And I thought I don't need them in the gin house. And now I'm thinking I do so I can do the fun swapping and switching and all okay, that, right? So you might not need them, but yeah, it lets you do the fun swapping and switching and which lets you change which inks you're using in the particular well, pen. Exactly. And you know what? I actually got these to use my shimmer inks in because I have this love-hate relationship with shimmer inks and I Fair. I like how they look, but they are a little bit finicky. And Mm -hmm. I just thought if I throw them in a cheaper pen, then I just won't care as much. It turns out I kind of do because I just take care of any pen, no matter what the cost. Well, I think that's looking after your belongings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. $5, it's still money. It's still money. And I still like the way it looks unblemished. But still, I put the shimmer inks in and I'm not going to care about cleaning every little sparkle out of it. But anyway, the bottom line is these things are so well made. They feel substantial in the hand, Mm -hmm. not not heavy in that I feel like it's not going to break very easily, right? And the steel nibs, I got medium steel nibs, which usually they're sold with fine or extra fine. And I wanted something bigger because of the sparkles and stuff. So I found mediums and they were, they write fantastic. I have to say, I, I know these are not replacements for sailors, Mm-hmm. But if you can't afford a sailor and you kind of want to get the feel of, you know, the size and and the look and a the little look, bit like yeah. with the, the shape. Yeah, they're yeah. really fun. And they are 
they're very nice. They're very, very nice. Maybe really a good pen for getting someone else into fountain pens. Absolutely. You can just give these away like candy, yeah. <laughs> frankly. Right? And they like, kind of look like candy. And they look like candy. So, uh, And also, um, I think the nib sizes are a number five Yovo right. size. Right. And so I think there are other nibs out there that you can buy replacements. So I think Fountain Pen Revolution has mm-hmm. a size five Yovo nib that you could buy and swap it out. I mean, it right. takes a little bit of work, I imagine, right? But you could do that. So if you wanted like a broad or... There are people that like to tinker with yeah. their stuff, right? Like not just with pens, but there are some people who like to take apart radios and put them back together and just to see what parts fit yeah. and fit. And maybe this is a nice option for those people as well. Absolutely. Who are just interested in pens and the parts and what works together. Yeah. And I, maybe I, like colors. Yeah. I don't have that need for these particular yeah. pens. Not <laughs> yeah. to say that I don't have needs to... Mm-hmm. Uh, swap nibs around generally but for yep. these ones no they write beautifully they um i've only written with two to be honest i haven't written with the other three just because you know i like to break in my new pens gradually and not yes, have yes. it all inked spread up spread out the enjoyment spread out the enjoyment yes so that's my first i count that as one purchase cuz indeed it was one package <laughs> sure. is that a loophole <laughs> All five of them were 25 Canadian dollars. That's right. That's right. And the next one I just, we mentioned it in the last episode was my Lamy Scala Mm. in my never ending quest to to find a body for a home for my fantastic nib. And I think this is it. I mean, it's only, it's early days yet. It's only been like a week. Yes. But the Scala is, I think, the pen for it. First of all, I like the look of it. It's very modern and straight edged. And mm-hmm. I just like that clean, minimalistic look. Yeah, It is a matte black, which if you're going to have black, I think it should be matte at all times. Or covered in rotten. Or covered in rotten, as, <laughs> as I have done to both black pens that I have in my collection. Yes. They are no longer black. Mm-hmm. And um, and the section, while it is a metal section, it doesn't bother me. Uh, metal sections are fine for me, um, but it's not chonky and bulbous like the studio or the ion for my hand. It's skinny enough right. and it, right. it's not too skinny. It's yeah. to me, I think it's perfect. So, so far I've been enjoying it. I've been picking it up a lot this week to write with it. So I must really like it. I mean, I have seen you buy a pen and get rid of it in a week because you're like, nope. So I know it's not going to work. It's still here. Yes. It's, maybe it's a good sign. It's saying something. And yes, it is under 100. The pen body. I don't count the nib because the nib was purchased separately and I keep the nib, you know, like I mm. record it separately. <laughs> it but do you have the- any other Lamis that you would put that nib on? No. But what are you saying, Aziza? <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest that it's total value. No, no, no. Because if I were to sell it, I would not sell the nib and I would put the regular steel nib that came back on it and it's under a hundred. Fair. That's okay. You got, you saved yourself there. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a, that's solid. That's uh, yeah, solid BS. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever works. You should have been a lawyer. Whatever works. I know. (laughs) Okay. So new acquisitions for you. Okay. I still have nothing new. Okay, so Z, what's up with that? I am really, really trying to explore what I already have. I'm really trying to do like the pick of the pen case thing. That's very fair. It, it it's it's like I'm trying to be very mature and responsible with my pennies. I think that that's admirable, actually, and. 
Yes. And you're also I cu- admire you're, myself. You're also curating too at the same time. So you're yes. really trying to get it down to the right number and it kind yeah. of is counter to your efforts of curating to buy more to only then have the pressure yes. of selling because yeah. I know you want to do the same thing. You don't want to just buy without selling something. Yes. Not that you have a hard and fast rule or anything, but I know you I don't necessarily because I do have some pens that I specifically keep for like size reference for videos and um, just like a reference pen for what if I need one for a viewer question or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really count those because I don't use them. They're, right. they're really just there. So well, I have work it. Pens. They're work it's a, pens. Yeah, it's a, it's a reason. It's like a yeah. textbook. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I... I'm okay with those ones. Like my actual personal collection is really not that big. And I've been trying to just go through everything and make sure everything is really comfortable. And I'm not just keeping it because it's pretty. Right. I want to actually make sure I enjoy writing with it. Like make sure the uh, distance from the nib tip to the section is comfortable, like not too long. And that the section itself is comfy, the weight, the balance. Because... I'm getting old. <laughs> and I just I just feel like it's a lot of stuff for me to look after. Right. And I just want to I'm not a minimalist at all, clearly. Um <laughs> clearly. clearly. <laughs> but I, I yeah, I'm just trying to enjoy what I have because I keep telling people as well, like, hey, you don't have to feel bad if you cannot buy a pen, if you cannot afford to buy a new pen, if you cannot jump on the new LE limited right. edition train. But then I was like, wait, I have to be able to live that too. Yeah. And so, yeah, for a long time, I've ignored a lot of limited editions, a lot of really cute stuff. And I find that the longer I go, the easier it's becoming because I'm not looking for like a quick fix or something. Right. But that's not to say I'm not enjoying borrowing other people's pens. Well, and you have that ability to do that, which is also very satisfying, right? So I think we've talked about that before, how, you know, boring pens just for a week or two, sometimes that's all they need. And that's like, okay, I've enjoyed it. It's pretty. And um, just get it out of your system. Take a few pictures. And I've got a very similar pen in my collection. So I really don't need to buy this, right? Yes. I mean, that's not to say there's nothing wrong with collecting all of the same type pens. That's it's your collection. You you decide, right? Do what makes you happy. But for yeah. you, um, I think I like that idea of you taking a long, hard look at your collection to see yeah. what works and what doesn't. So it, it's it's been a bit intimidating because I definitely have found pens where I absolutely adore. Like it's beautiful. So like the Montblanc Webster, oh yes, the flamingo, yes, I absolutely love it. And I wanted that pen from the moment I saw it and I got it at a great price. And it's so cute. Like it's it's polished silver or like, is it, no, it's not silver. It's chrome. Chrome, it's yeah. Perfectly polished. Yeah. And it has a mother of pearl finial and a pink section and a flamingo on the flamingo, nib. Flamingo, I know. It was right. beautiful. I just, but I was, was very heavy. sad you bought it. And I, yeah. didn't I say first dibs if yes. you were to sell it? Yes. And then I sold it. But when <laughs> when when push came to shove and you said, I'm selling it, and I- You I, also decided- I looked at it and I thought, this is too heavy for me. This is too just heavy. too heavy for me, right? It's too heavy for uh, us to enjoy using it The way regularly. I want to. Yeah. Yes. That's right. And I don't want to have a, like a, a signature pen right. where I only right. use it once. So it hurt to part with it because it was so cute and pretty, but- 
I never used it. So what's the I, point in owning it? I know. I ha- Well, yeah, some people just like to look at them. We should have a more detailed episode. I think it would be interesting for us to go through and say some of the pens that we've sold where we thought we would never sell it or it was so pretty. Yeah. A few come to mind already, but I won't I won't share that right now because Candace, you mentioned- remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe sorry, we'll ask our producer Chi to make a note while she edits this podcast. Yes. Hi Chi, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned pick of the pancakes. Shall we move on to pick of the pancakes? Because yeah. that's okay. This one is interesting. It is the new Gravitas pens. It's the ultimate vac. So it is a vac Ooh. filler, but it's with Ultim. And First of all, Gravitas is wild because Ben does incredible stuff. Like he is designing really cool, really adventurous stuff. So very much like Shown Design, who is really going out there and trying new things. I think it's it's amazing. So this one is... Okay, the the idea is that the design focuses on using very tough materials that will stand the test of time. So titanium parts and the Ultim... And this particular nib is the Ultraflex Titanium. Oh. Ben also did like a hand-cut feed for the Titanium Flex. Really? So So this is – now, he didn't – make the nib but he modified the nib or did he do this or is is this no the- i'm sure he did this that's interesting i would like to try this very, nib very interesting when i see you this week could you please bring that even if it's for like two seconds that we <laughs> are seeing each other <laughs> because another thing just to say this is not sponsored by gravitas i'm just saying his prices are really fair yeah Considering what he's putting out and what he's designing and creating his prices are very very reasonable and I also have a discount code there, Gourmet10 for 10% off, just saying. Okay. (laughs) No commission. It's really just he's passing along this kindness. But that's my pick of the pen case. And this is why, okay, in fairness, sometimes I don't return pens. (laughs) So this is not your pen case. This is the pick of your friend's pen case. This is the pick of someone else's (laughs) pen case because they just got it. And I was like, ooh. And I... I'm very excited about it. It's totally reasonable. It's for research and for science. That's right. Of course. And without doing that, what would we talk about? That's right. Come on, right? It's a service for the community. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But uh, anyway, I'm really enjoying this and I'm sure... I will, we'll talk about it more because once you've tried it and everything. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that, and maybe I'll take a look at the Gravitas website. Yeah, you should. Possibly. Yes. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> that, that's also the danger because yeah. he puts a lot of fun stuff out. Yeah. Some really cool finishes and colors and yeah. Yeah. My, from the pick of my pancakes, I actually have, I know the idea is to enjoy something we've had in our collection for a while, but for me, a while is, you know, more than a couple of months because (laughs) sometimes it can turn around really quickly. But this one is my Black Robin um, pens, the skate pen or the skateboard pen. She called it the skate pen on her certificate of authenticity, which I was confused because it's made out of old recycled skateboards. So I refer to it as a skateboard pen, but no matter. It's a beautiful pen. Because like, it's like, oh, it's a skater. Yeah. Oh, true. I am not young enough for slang. So we'll oh, just call it the well. skate pen because she called it the skate pen. So yes, anyway, she knows. She, she knows. knows. It's her pen. So <laughs> yeah. um, we have talked about this before very, very early on in our podcast mm-hmm. um, days because I had just gotten it. And yeah, I, remember that. I still really, really love it. Right. Like it's just so pretty, the different colors and their stripes and their- It is unique. 
It is very, Absolutely. yes, it's unique. And it's there. The stripes are not regular stripes, but they're on an angle. So it's really, yeah, really. It's so unusual. Pretty. It's unusual. Super cool design. Amazing. So I'm, I was so pleased to, to have this one and I still enjoy it. And it has moissanite resin trim. So it's like the sparkly clear diamond, like diamond cast, but the section and the ends have that. It's really pretty. So anyway, I have on it a nib that I hadn't used in a while. And I've been trying to also see what nibs I can live without and try and sell those too. It's just to kind of make sure I'm using everything that I have. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, maybe I'll sell this one because I haven't used it in a while. So I put it on. It's a Franklin Christoph nib, but I bought the nib with the grind from the nib grinder, Mark Backus. And he does amazing grind work, as you know. And this one is a Blade Turk grind. And I believe the Blade Turk is, it's like a naginata or a fine grind, but it's it's made from a fine nib. So it's at different angles. You can have different widths of the line, different line widths. But instead of being usually that type of grind is done on a fatter nib, this one is done starting with a fine nib. And so it's kind of a very fine point. So it's a little unusual, but I think you have a nib like that in your collection. So so it's a blade Turk. Yes. Not just a blade and not just a Turk. Correct. Okay. So his blade style is described as shaped like the curved edge of a knife. Uh, They can vary from extra, extra fine, which is probably the one you have. Yes. Which is the blade Turk. Right. uh, To broader versions similar to Sailor's Naginata Togi. Correct. And then the Turk is the ultimate in a usable extra, extra fine. Oh. Yeah. So that's why I, yeah. So I got that because it is fine, but you know, I like the architect type style. The architect writing on it, obviously, because it's such a fine point is Mm -hmm. not as obvious, but it just gives that little je ne sais quoi to your writing. Yes, yes. Especially (laughs) especially for you, you write fairly small. Yes. And so I think it just might be the right amount of variation and character for the sizes of your letters. Yeah. And also I can doodle with this nib as well, because, but I still have the extra option of the wide nib. So that's that's my... Yeah, it is fun. And so obviously the answer is I will not be selling that nib. (laughs) I discovered that. That is, yeah, that stays in the ultimate collection because that is really cool. I think, I know this is not a Nib Meister episode, but I think Nib Meisters are absolutely brilliant. They're genius. And their skills and it's just so cool. So while this is not a Nib Meister episode... Mm-hmm. We said it's going to be a nib episode. Yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's kind of our serious nibbage part two. Correct. In just a very light and casual way, because we have talked a lot about special nibs, like the stacked nibs. We mentioned that in our serious nibbage episode. And we also talk a lot about the, uh, like putting a sailor nib on a Yovo pen. Yeah. And so we thought we should elaborate a little bit on how we do this, why we do this, and maybe a couple of variations that you and I have done that we really enjoy. Yeah, that maybe. sounds good. So how should we start? How do we get into this? Well, first of all, I will say that I discovered a few months ago, maybe a few years ago, that the Sailor 21 carat nib, so the larger size Sailor, mm-hmm. you can put that in a Yovo standard Yovo collar with the standard Yovo feed, and it will work without any modification. And so, I mean, I didn't discover it. I found out from Tokyo Station Pens and um, Foodafan. So on their podcast, I discovered that this works. So I did that. 
I have done that, I should say, with some of my larger sailor nibs. So that's one way that you can enjoy, you know, your sailor nibs or different nibs, gold nibs that are not Yovo or Bach on your custom pens. And I will say though, that um, I guess a couple of things, once you start tinkering with your sailor pens, you know, you're probably going to avoid any manufacturer's warranty. Yes. Yes. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. (laughs) Um, Yes. And just be, you have to be very careful in removing them, anything Mm -hmm. when you're touching your nibs, you know, you can, this is not a how to episode from that perspective. Please Google it. Brian Goulet has some great videos on removing nibs from collars and how to hold it and all that kind of stuff. And yes, I have had accidents. I have broken feeds, especially platinum. Platinums are very hard to remove in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I have broken the feed on the platinum. Thankfully I didn't need the feed. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so please be careful. Do at your own risk. You you will void the warranty. Yeah, and just be aware that not everything is guaranteed, right? So if right. you know if you've seen a friend do this, and you're going to try it on your pen, depending on the pen and the nib and the section and the feed, there may be some variation. Well, actually, funny you should say that because I did get a message from one of my Instagram friends. Hi, Lily. She said, Candice, you have swapped sailor nibs into Yovo feeds. And she said, I did this and this is not working. And I think, I don't know, I haven't heard back from her, but I had this as well with platinum. So platinum nibs, same thing. I have swapped a platinum 3776 gold nib, mm-hmm. taken the nib out, didn't need the feed. I use a Yovo feed, Yovo collar, and it works perfectly fine until I got a particular platinum nib. It's an ultra extra fine. And Mm -hmm. that sucker cannot go on any Yovo collar that I have or with any Yovo feed. It just won't work. And at first I thought, um, perhaps remember when Yovo had their cracked mm-hmm. collars and then the new ones were a little bit tiny bit different. Yes. They're a little bit smaller, right? So yeah. I did find an older collar I, from like a, a nib unit that I knew I purchased way back when. So yeah. I knew it was an older one. And the particular platinum nib that I was using, not the ultra extra fine, but a different one, it fit in that. So that worked. Yes. But the UEF did not work in that collar either. So it's just, yeah, it's just something that was just driving me bonkers. So I don't know if Lily was able to ultimately fit her sailor nib into the collar, but I do have uh, three of them, one modern nib and two Mm -hmm. older type sailor, large size nibs. And they, all three of them fit beautifully in the Yovo collar. And I've been able to, to use them just like that. It's interesting because I... I, I know that some of the nib sizes have different feeds. Yes. So even slightly different. And like with Nakaya, the music nib feed is not the same as the right. fine, medium, broad. Right, right. So when you're buying a Nakaya from a retailer, often they can just switch the nibs for you unless you wanted the like the elastic or the music or something right. like that. And it's so it's just stuff to remember that it's not guaranteed. And again, void your warranty, do it your own risk. And that's why buying like inexpensive pens to tinker with is sometimes satisfying. Definitely. So, I mean, and as to why you want to do it, it's if you have a pretty large collection of custom pens, after mm-hmm. a while, you know, our friend Carl from F3 Pens said that yeah. his customer just calls it a pretty ink stick. Yes. And some people are bored with the fact that, oh, it's just another cartridge converter yeah. steel nib that I'm getting, which yeah, is, it's, you are. It's like I have 10 Yolo right. fine nibs already. Right. Exactly. Right? And so that was part of the reason why it was that, plus the fact that I really, really enjoy 
sailor nibs and how they write and the feedback. Mm -hmm. And that was my first sort of foray into Japanese nibs. And then it spread from there because I do love the platinum nibs as well as the pilot nibs. And so (laughs) once it started, I thought, well, geez, wouldn't it be great if I could actually use these nibs that I enjoy and put them on the pens that I really like? Same thing with Pelican. I love the Pelican nibs, mm-hmm. the ones that write the way they're supposed to write. Of course. <laughs> and, and um, but as you know, I don't like piston fillers and yes, almost all the Pelican pens, certainly all the pretty ones. Anyway, well, all the ones with the nibs that you like, I believe that's right, are, are pistons. all piston yeah. fillers. And so I ended up either buying, you could buy Pelican nib units separately. Mm-hmm. I got them for great prices, uh, secondhand or, I've sacrificed one of my pelicans and um, mm-hmm. and use that nib and I put them on my custom pens. However, for those, I needed to use collars, uh, special collars made by right. Flexible Nib Factory. So okay. do you want to talk about Flexible Nib Factory? Yes. So this has been a project by Joey for some time. Basically, he is manufacturing collar adapters for a variety of fountain pen nibs, as well as providing replacement collars. So for example, when all of our Yovo collars cracked, he has like ebonite versions. Um, He also sells replacement feeds with variations in the channel. So if you have like a really wet flex nib, uh, he has a like the Pilot FA. He does have an option for like a triple cut channel. And so it's not just collars that he has available, but basically the idea of what he is doing is to make custom, well, I guess they're not custom. He can do custom, but he's doing like customized housings and collars. And I have seen him create a feed and a collar, for example, for a Waterman number five music nib so that the customer could use it in a regular pen. Because if I mean it's a vintage pen and I have a Waterman music nib and the body is is beat up. Like it's cracked threads and it's a lever filler and it's like, oh my God, you know. <laughs> so it's actually one of the pens I haven't used in a while because I'm lazy to clean it. Yes. So this is what he is doing. And I think what he's doing is along the lines of like Nibmeisters and the adventurous pen makers who are just giving us diversity and options. Just because, opening up the world to yes, us, right? really, really. <laughs> because just imagine that people used to write with like their Schaefer school pen with Schaefer washable blue or yeah. Parker Quink. And, and there's nothing wrong with that because it works, but this is just fun. Exactly. Right? So yeah. It's fun. And I have definitely purchased many things. The individual prices are also very fair. Like it really is accessible. The big price is buying your uh, donor nib, basically. Yeah. Right? And, and on that point, it's actually, you can get some pretty good deals. So I know people have said, so Candace, and you have all these bodies. Yes, I do. But I just, I look out for deals. I'm at the point now where I cannot I do not need any more nibs. Wait, and wait, so- wait. Okay, before you continue, this just came to mind because, you know, when people say, hey, what's your body count? <laughs> Janice will be like, oh, man, I got hundreds. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. So, yeah, so I we've talked about Panatic Slack channel. So that's a really yes. good place for me to, to find these. So a lot of times you can find boring black sailor yeah. pens mm-hmm. um no for, offense if you're into that but i know right sorry <laughs> but uh or platinum used 3776s so these are all yes. used pens yeah and of course you you know buy at your own risk and 
what mm-hmm. have you, but I've never had a bad experience. Practice um, safe internet purchasing, basically. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And um, you can get some really good deals. So I've $80 sometimes, $80 to $100 for a used sailor pen, which I think is very reasonable because on a, a Yovo Gold Nib, I think the best price you can get is probably 120 US from yes. Franklin yeah. Christoph or some of the other retailers. Yeah. So that's the kind of that's the compass I use and the comparison I use to make sure mm-hmm. that what I'm paying is, you know, is it worth it? And then of yes. course, if it's a different kind of a nib, like a, a sailor's zoom nib mm-hmm. is because it has such large tipping, it's fantastic. Yes. You're going to pay more for that. And then you have to make the decision, is it worth it? And I have done yeah. that before where I have I actually purchased one that was for sale and the person was selling without the body, but the price was the same as if I had a body because of course he had to buy the body for the nib. Yes. And right. so, but there was a grind on it and other things as well. I think it was already inserted into a Yovo collar. So I didn't have to worry about any of that, yeah. which was nice. So yeah, you can find these donor nibs yeah. and bodies for fairly reasonable. You can find a platinum 3776 again for like $80, $90, $100. Again, to my mind, very reasonable for a gold nib and for a very nice gold nib too. Right. So I find it makes my collection of custom pens so much more enjoyable because it makes the pen so much more special. Absolutely. I don't even think I use a regular Yovo nib or Bach nib in and any of my It's like <laughs> regular nibs are What pens. are they? <laughs> that is actually not true because no, I, I, know. I, I, no, 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 no. I meant also because I purchased so many other nibs, but I do have, I know it's an extra fine and don't make that face at me, but I have an extra fine Yovo that I very much like how it writes. No such face. But also I got it lasered with some a paw print that I created oh, on one yes. and like a snowflake. So tailored pen company will do that for you. And I think there are other yeah. pen makers out there that have their own laser engraving abilities. And so yeah. I submitted artwork. There is a setup fee, but now, and almost if I, any pen that I buy from them, I think, Oh, I think I'll get my paw print on that one too. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah. And they, I think the extra charge, I can't remember actually what the charge is for the actual print. Once you've paid for the setup fee, the imprint on the nib. Anyway, I do have like a regular Yovo nib that I use, but it just has that cool laser paw print on it. And so, so basically it's regular, but it's cutified. It's cutified. But also what we didn't mention is you can actually right now on Flexible Nib Factory, you can have a Yovo nib placed into a Bach collar. Yes. So, you know, I which is I, useful. It's very useful. If so you I, buy a I personally pen. I prefer Yovo nibs to Bach nibs, all things being equal, generally mm-hmm. speaking, like without any kind of grinding or tuning by Nibmeister. Yes. Yeah. And also it just really bugs me that Bach doesn't mark their nibs as to what size they are. I mean, neither does Mont Blanc. Exactly. I mean Actually, does Aurora? No, I don't they mark know. their feed. Well, at least it's marked somewhere. Yeah, that's true. That's right. True. Um, and, but yes, it is very annoying because you're looking at it and you're like, okay, does this tipping look like a I know. I just, you have to be, I know. It's so annoying. Anyway, it's obviously not the deal breaker, right? I, obviously, yes. I, yes. I, can, I can keep track of my own nibs, but I actually came across a Yovo nib 
that every time I wrote with it, I went, oh, this is fantastic. It's perfectly tuned. Every so often I get one of mm-hmm. those, right? Both mm-hmm. Bach and Yovo, I have yep. written with it. And I think, oh, this is, and I have to specially mark it to make sure I don't lose yes. track of it and keep it in my collection. <laughs> and when I was at a stage where I didn't have very many Bach nibs versus the Yovo nibs, mm-hmm. this one Yovo nib that I really loved, I said, you know what? I'm just going to put it in a Bach collar. And that's what I did. I got a flexible oh, yeah. nib factory ebonite yes. collar and ebonite feet feed. And now I have it in a Bach collar and I use it in my Bach pens, even though it's a Yovo nib and I just love it. So that's awesome. Yeah. So you can do that's. I mean, that's crazy. That's next level crazy. <laughs> because why and don't you spend money for that? Right. You are <laughs> I am next, next level, level crazy. crazy. Okay. So, okay. Easier than I am. Speaking of next level crazy, why don't we talk about some of the next level crazy nibs from okay. like staff nibs and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Now, we did mention the stacked nibs as very serious nibbage in our serious nibbage episode. And we talked about how these nib makers are doing this wild stuff by dissecting nibs, taking parts, welding, soldering. Uh, in some cases, some of them use glue. Maybe that was like older when they were still venturing into this. And so they are, I say they, because there's a whole bunch of them now. Um, They have been creating these wild, like wild nibs. So a couple of that come to mind. Uh, The first ones I ever got were from Regalia Writing Labs. He I was think he was one to... of the first, the first ones to do stack nibs outside yeah. of like Sailor or something, so. right? I yeah. think so. And he did like the trilogy, which was a triple stack, the symphony, which was, I think, five Franklin Christoph music nibs. Stacked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Insane. Yeah. It just absolutely insane brilliant and there just have been fun. so many just others fun right it's fun yes and it just makes use your a, use pens up all fun. those ink samples and inks yes. that you have that you know exactly it's like it's like people are like oh it's a marker that's useless i'm like i like marker thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> and so now we have i say we collectively we have nibs from pensloth nib lab I don't know if you have any from CY. I don't, but I have seen them. I don't have any from CY. I haven't tried any of his stacked nibs, I don't think, unless it was at a pen show, possibly. I did yeah. his like King Eagle. Tried oh, his King Eagle. Yeah. Very nice. Oh. And FP Nibs does them. That's Pablo. Yeah. And uh, Monty Winfield. Did you see Winfield. Monty Winfield? Yeah. And these these makers are killing it. Like their creativity and their skill is Unreal. And so they are doing now I know Sailor has made the stacked nibs maybe first. Yeah. The first, but these are next level. That so that was like the stepping stone for these new creators to just go wild. So well uh, the thing is too yeah. with with sailors, the stack nibs at some point they stopped making them because the demand was so high. Yes. And also the price of them. They're not they're inexpensive, right? They're all they're gold. All gold. Yeah. And I'm not saying that from a nib mice, from these, I guess they are nib meisters, right? These people creating these stack nibs, these nib geniuses, let's call them nib geniuses. Yeah. Um, they are not inexpensive because of course they have to buy the raw materials and make them and the labor it takes, right? But and it, there's loss. And right? there's loss because they can break. Ruin, yeah. yeah. But 
on the whole, they are either the same price as the sailor, but you have the ability to put them in your custom pens that fit the nib, which there yeah. are many. They, not all of them will necessarily fit because yes, the, because if they're big, the, big the at the end, the stack. The and the, yeah, but definitely if you're getting a custom pen made and you think you might be using a stack nib, the pen maker can make clearance for you. And so yes. that's in fact what Rob at Rob's Penworks did. He was very mm-hmm. good about that. He said, do you have any stack nibs? Do you want me to make clearance? And he goes, give me the measurements of your biggest yeah. stack nib and all of that. So it's perfect. But yeah, so now even if it costs the same as the sailor stack nibs, if you can even find them. I don't think it costs the same. I think they're a little they're less more affordable. They're more a little more or a lot more affordable. Yes. Sometimes, right? So depending on what you're getting. And and who the maker is and all that. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a great way to kind of foray out into into this world. And sometimes you can get one used, but yeah people tend not to yeah give them up. They are, just in case any of these nib gods are listening, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Because it has made my pen experience, like my my writing world experience, so much more enjoyable. Absolutely. And there have been times like when things were really rough and I would just sit there for hours with stack nibs and pretty pens and fun inks and just like doodle and throw ink around. And you just zone out for a while. Mentally, it's fantastic. Like yeah, it's, you it's just a get great lost way in that to, yeah. world. Yeah. And I think it is one of the most seriouses of nibbage, nibbages. <laughs> and I also do not want to fail to mention Opus Cinerus. Yes. So because Annabelle is not taking nibs and cutting them apart and stacking them. She is building Making, it from sheets yeah. of metal. That's amazing. So it's absolutely amazing. And if you have the funds to be able to support these makers, I think they're totally worth supporting. It will enhance your experience in the writing enjoyment so much. I 100% agree. And I think you should... Uh, now I want to go play with my stack nibs. I know. Well, that's a good thing, right? Like, yeah. it's fantastic. Do you have a favorite? I... No. No, I know. It's, I don't it's, have a favorite. It's very hard to... Because they're, they're, they're so different. And they, I was just going to say, they're all, all so different, right? So... Yeah. We should also mention not just the stack nibs, because some of these pen geniuses are also making super flexi nibs, right? Oh, so yes, like, yes. Uh, like the same as wet noodle vintage flexi. Again, yes. you can put them on your custom pens and you have a yeah, really makes... cool looking. So Stilo Sweet exactly. is one of them and as well yeah. his his flex nib. And Monty Winfield is now making yes. wet noodle kind of nibs at an affordable price, like relatively affordable. So yeah. I think that that's... And, uh, and then now Gravitas has the right, Ultra as Flex. As we just mentioned, yeah. And a very affordable version is from Fountain Pen Revolution. Yeah, there you go. I've heard mixed reviews about people saying, oh, I got one and it was railroading stuff. But I've used probably like 30 of his flex pens Wow! in passing reviews and tests and stuff for him. And they're incredible. Yeah, I remember. I've tried a couple of yours yes. and I've really, yeah. really, really enjoyed them. accessible in yeah. terms of price. Yeah. And I mean, they're not like as beautiful as Monty Winfield's work, right? Which is to die for. Yeah, uh, but I mean, he is a jeweler too, right? So I think yeah, that's, so it like, really shows, right? You know, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite things about the pen world is is just seeing the new nibs that people come up with. Absolutely. You know, and it makes- I can't afford to buy them all, but mm-hmm. I occasionally there's just one that goes, oh, I need that one, right? And um, just for the record, the Gourmet Pen Shop carries pen sloth nibs. There you go. So Jim very kindly 
offered them up for us and he said, hey, let's make these accessible for the North Amer- well, Canadian audience. I mean, North American too. Yes. But, but anyway, it's incredible. It makes the hobby so interesting, so fun. And it's just a piece of art that you get to enjoy. Yeah. And they don't yeah. all have to be crazy that you can't use and, or, or that you can only use for slinging ink, right? Yes. So I actually Absolutely. have one of Jim's two-layered kisakis, which I got from you. And yes. it is one of my favorite stack nibs because it's two layers. So it seems a mm-hmm. bit more reasonable, but there's also the reverse writing on his two-layered kisaki. And it's, the reverse writing is between a fine and a medium, I would say. Yeah. And yeah. So perfectly fantastic to write notes and stuff on the reverse. And then you use the flip side to highlight one of you know a word or a line or a heading or what have you. Like it's 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 really they can be really quite usable. So don't think that it's they are all, you know, markers from that perspective. You're right. They're not all just like, oh, that's what on earth would you use that sharpie for? Right. Chisel tip. Okay, now I'm excited and I want to go play with my pen. Well, let's do that. I think we're at the end of our episode. I think this is perfect. And if anybody has questions about nibs, they can always shoot us an email. And we're a little slow just because we're doing a lot of stuff, but (laughs) we do get them. We do read them and we do eventually reply. Yes. So we are here. We are hearing your feedback and we thank you all very much for listening and um, hope you're enjoying your adventure with us. I think that's it for now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, signing off, I'm Aziza, Gourmet Pens, Gourmet Pen Shop and Gourmet Pens Club on the Websies. And I am Inks and Anchors on Instagram. And YouTube. And YouTube. <laughs> oh, yes, we did. We still haven't gotten uh, any further on the uh, uh, YouTube, uh, we'll YouTube adventures, but we'll discuss it later. <laughs> we'll discuss that later. Uh, thanks, everyone. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye. Questions, comments, or suggestions? Shoot us a message at gourmetpensclub at gmail.com. And... If you like what you hear, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. How come okay. we always get our buy so good? I don't know. Because I don't know. You the know, pressure by the end, we're just so fried that we're just like, whatever. And we don't hesitate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. You know what? It's almost like if I don't hesitate, I am premature and I just like jump it too fast. Well, next time, just jump in too fast and I'll just so jump it. could in. just be like, we're ready for the fun. So let's hang out. That's right. Maybe I'll join you when you say we're ready for the fun to like prime myself, get going. With and so the now cadence. we have to. Now we have to coordinate the let's <laughs> let's have fun. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> it's gonna be like jumbling. There's a good jumbling. <laughs> <laughs>